You're listening to 3-Minute Marketing, where we interview the world's top growth marketing leaders and distill their knowledge into actionable, bite-sized insights. Now here's your host, Chris Mechanic. Hello, 3-Minute Marketing fam. Chris Mechanic here. Another interesting episode. Today's guest is Amy Barzdukas, who's CMO of Witricity, uh, W-I-T-R-I-C-I-T. They're uh, a charging, an electronic vehicle charging startup. Uh, and is funded uh, and very small for what she's used to because she came up uh, as a longtime executive at Microsoft and then at HP where she uh, did some some really big things. The clip that you're about to see is her reaction to me telling her basically that I'm a performance uh, marketer mostly and that I think brands sometimes can be a little bit fluffy. And so here's her reaction to my statement that brand can be fluffy because she's big into brand. Too often, uh, brand is not central to either the marketing efforts or to the business strategy and is seen as kind of something that takes whatever it's given and makes it pretty. Um, And that's a big mistake. Performance yeah. guys like me like roll my eyes when I see brand. Oh, it's a brand, right? Here we go. Not really, not okay. anymore, but I'm a convert. Yeah. You know, and so um, there's a lot of branding work that people see as somewhat pedantic. And does it really matter if we have the brand hierarchy established? And does it really matter? I mean, we just, we do what we do. Um, but words matter and authenticity matters and having a point of view that is authentic to who you are as a brand is both a signal to your customers and your potential customers, as well as your prospects that they know what they're signing up for. Mm-hmm. When you have a great brand, you're also then really defining um, the criteria for whether or not a particular product or a particular piece of software or a particular price point is something that is authentic to you. And customers can smell authenticity or lack thereof from a very, very far distance. And when you're not being authentic to who you are as a brand, the backfire is horrible. Um, you know, we, we've, different companies I've been at, we've actually used brand as kind of the, um, the litmus test. You know, does that price point for that kind of a solution with this set of features versus this set of features, who is actually, or which one of those is really true to who we are as a company. Um, And it can be terrific when you have that depth of understanding of who you are and what you stand for. Um, See, well, like that right there, and we don't have to publish this if you don't want this part, but that right there sound kind of fluffy to me. Like the price point is, you know, resembles your authenticity. Like, so if I were to, you know, restate my opinion that, you know, branding is kind of fluffy. Like, how would you argue against that? So if you are uh, a brand that stands for value, you're not going to come out with a product that is premium priced. Sure. Right. True. Um, but there's a lot of gray area between what's a premium price, what's a not premium price. If you're a brand that stands for impeccable audio quality, Mm -hmm. right? You're not going to come out with 
uh, a headset that is mediocre because that gets you at the right price point, right? Yeah. It, so they, it, they become choice points in the product definition. Um, if you're a brand that speaks, you know, uh, to senior citizens, you're not going to, you know, develop a new TikTok campaign, right? That's right. not the kind of marketing you're going to do. That's not where, where necessarily those people live. Right. Um, I would agree. Yeah. So I think there's, it, it can influence product decisions. Um, it can influence make or buy strategy. It can influence um, marketing mix. And it becomes really important to understand what your brand stands for so that you don't spend money just because you have it, because it may not be time for that product yeah. to be marketed. So what you're saying sounds logical enough. Um, but like what would like what are some things that you might be able to measure to determine the effectiveness of a brand, you know, because maybe that's why it's fluffy is because it seems like a lot of, you know, idea, like big ideas kind of, and then a consensus is drawn by committee, you know, and then they launch and then like, that's it. I haven't seen really a whole lot of like measurement. There's maybe some customer studies, but can you think of any ways to like make branding more performance driven? Yeah. Um, so the first thing I would do is I would take issue with the by committee. If you are trying to do anything brand oriented by consensus, it will by definition suck mm-hmm. because great brand is also um, usually at least to some extent polarizing. Mm-hmm. And so that's where you have to really know and understand your customer because a lot of times, I don't know how many times I've said this in the boardroom, where somebody said, well, I don't know about that. And I'm like, okay, to be clear, you are not our target customer. So yeah. it shouldn't appeal to you, right? Yeah. Great point. Um, but I think, you know, there are common proxies for brand strength, right? What is your share of voice? What's your web traffic versus others? What's the time spent on your, I mean, there's all of that kind of stuff. But ultimately, I think your brand strength comes down to um, NPS. Now, that's really hard for most companies, particularly my company size, many company sizes to measure because NPS has traditionally been a very expensive thing to measure. Um, But if you can find a way to do it, it can give you incredible insights into what you can do to improve your brand. Um, One of the things when I was with HP and we were working on an NPS study um, was we found that the number one issue and thing that people had bones to pick with us was about battery. Battery life, battery charging, battery charging cables, everything to do with battery. And so that then became one of the chief driving principles behind the next wave of personal and business PCs that we came out with, we needed to challenge the perceived wisdom on what battery life could be for a Windows-based PC. Um, And it led to some really fantastic breakthroughs that helped us gain market share. And that's a way to really measure your brand, right? Are you growing in market share? Are you growing in revenue? Those are good things. Absolutely. So you guys basically, so based on user voice, based on what you heard, 
you changed your strategy at the brand level and really at the product level, it sounds like to focus on the charging piece. That's right. Well, there Knowing you have that it. Was a key issue. Yeah. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Miss Amy Bardzutska, uh, sorry, I know I probably mispronounced that, has just converted me to a believer just with that because it's, I never have thought about it in that context. It's like, having that user voice, like we'll use user voice to influence a website, mm -hmm. maybe a, maybe to influence an entire strategy, but to take that user voice and then reapply it at the very highest levels um, and then measure it through to like that specific feature or benefit of the product and gaining market share, like that's something that a performance person can get behind. That's right. All right, well, I think that about does it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed this today, please drop us a like or a comment. Let us know what you'd like to hear. Uh, Amy, it's been a real pleasure today. Stay on the line. Let's continue our conversation, folks. If you'd like to hear that, there should be a link to it in the show notes or somewhere along this page. Folks, check out uh, witricity.com. It's W-I-T-R-I-C-I-T-Y, doing some big things. Amy, you look excited. It's great to talk with you. Come back again and visit us, all right? Excellent. Thank you so much. Okay.